2: What's up, fools? Kyle Styles coming to you hot and fresh for the 2060 Wild Styles Kuju Mods Teen Modding Competition. Reminding you again that it's the teens who are doing the modding, not getting modded. It looks like the judges have narrowed it down to the top two finalists, but only I can decide who gets to be my unpaid intern at my world-class Cuju modification boutique, (laughs) Wildstyle. Finalist number one is Marcus Bianchi, age 15, and his Gen 7 Grizzly Cuju, Pablo Escobar. Marcus, what's going down? Sup, Kyle. Huge fan, so check it. I tweaked up Pablo Escobar's
3: ears to detect when someone cuts the cheese. That's hilarious, my dude. That's not even the best part. I had egg salad for lunch, so allow me to demonstrate. Oh, Pablo Escobar,
2: tune it up. Yo, this kid's parts are lit. Plus, I chromed him. Honestly, my dog, gonna be hard to beat that. But we got one more finalist over here, and that is Wu Ying, also age 15, with her Gen 6 Kallet Beef Marshall. Show me what you got, Ying!
5: Uh, hi. I, uh, added an air compression system to Beef Marshall's otter and it enabled connection with the keg so she can, uh, blast beer out of her teeth. Beef Marshall, care to demonstrate? If I must!
2: Wow! So malicious, Ying! That may be age in a but it's totally dopes. Oh man, this is a real Sophie's choice! Which cuchu child do I love the most? I also chromed her. We have a winner! <laughs> Woo Ying for the win! Your parents must be very proud.
5: My parents died in a car crash last year, so... Probably
2: not. (laughs) Whoa, yikes! My bad! Freya, edit that out. Let's try again. Beef Marshall, you must be very proud to belong to such a skillful owner.
1: Ying isn't my owner. Say what?
5: I don't own Beef Marshall. Marcos does. Love you, beefs! Sure. (laughs) But the contest rules say you gotta mod your own kuju, my dude. Hello! (laughs) This is my kuju. Luna.
1: Ying did not want to modify me for your contest, as she finds your taste of modifications excessively trashy.
5: Marcos is in my class. He paid me to get Beef Marshall ready for his next weekend
2: rager. My parents are constantly out of town. Yeah. I'm not going. Oh, Ying, that's a major bummer, but I'm gonna have to disqualify you. Boo, oh.
5: boo, boo. It's fine. Oh. Mostly did the contest to get free materials for the mod. That's real cynical for 15, kid. Dead parents.
2: And with that, Marcos is our winner! You get to start working for me, free. That's Wild Styles you Mind everyone, for all your mighty needs. Frick yeah! This calls
3: for a dance party! Hit it, Pablo!
1: Even if you were disqualified, I am still very proud of you, Ying.
5: Luna, that's weird. Why? It's kind of like your blender being proud of you. Oh, okay. But, uh, thanks for all the prep assistance. How about I use part of my tinkering fee to get your chassis waxed? Really? Yep, you're a great helper.
2: I am, aren't I? Kilfreya, why are you filming the residents of Disqualificationville and not this sick photo tomb party? Check it. I
6: feel
3: so validated.
6: You're listening to Quantum, an audio miniseries from Andres Wong and Highly Scientific Productions. Episode 6, Abandonware.
0: Ying is awakened from her troubled slumber on the floor of Dr. Ellie Gagnon's apartment by three things. The smell of coffee, Marcos' sleeping foot jabbing into her back... And
4: are vaccines a life-saving necessity or the work of an infiltrating microscopic alien race? No way to know unless you hear both sides.
0: Ellie sits at the table, chugging a preposterously large cup of joe when watching the broadcast with Marnie. She looks rough.
5: Morning. Are you okay? Remains to be seen. How are you? My grandma exploded yesterday, as well as can be imagined. Well (laughs)
3: said. Morning, ladies. It's not the first time I've woken up to two ladies, and I hope it's not the last. Shush!
4: I might have just made us some headway today on both sides with Cindy Lee. We're going to interview the makers of the new documentary. I can't believe it's not corn syrup solids. Mm. But first, we have a surprise visit from everyone's favorite coal lobbyist and my emergency contact, Madura Bachan. The coal guy.
7: That cuck. Why are you watching? <laughs> Always great to see you, Cindy. How are the twins?
4: (laughs) Perky as ever, Medora. Now, you told us you have critical news to share.
7: Indeed I do. I was just getting home from my usual morning 15K. Sure you were, pal. When I received a call on my landline, the only trustworthy type of phone. And who is it but none other than Dr. Ellie Gagnon?
4: What? The shrill
7: scientist? What did she want? As it turns out, she wanted to tell me that I was 100% almost right. What? She admitted that the Cujus are dangerous. I said, aha, so you do have pre-cancer. And she said, no, but remember how I said they could explode at random? And I said, I did remember. And she said that was the truth. And that they were already starting to explode. She told me about a quantube stream from yesterday and I watched it myself. Folks at home, search the channel Marcolepsy. You'll be disgusted. She explained it a bit. Something about erosion and ejectors and no more parts because hippies. But the main thing, I was right. And I wanted the world to know.
4: Ellie, you're Genius! She said they could explode at random? She sure did. The fusion physicist said that.
7: Well, yes, but I said it first.
4: But that was just when it was good for fear-driven viewership. This is really happening. Did she say what we should do?
7: Uh... You didn't? She didn't. Well, get rid of your kujus, obviously.
4: It's not that simple. Is there nothing we can do to fix them?
7: Why would you want to? This is an opportunity to ditch the things for good.
4: Oh, God. I have to call my sister and tell her that Mr. Jazz Pants is going to go Hiroshima!
0: The broadcast cuts out, replaced by a cartoon of a friendly pigeon saying, We'll be right back! They probably won't be right back. Marnie shuts down the viewer.
3: At
5: least it was a signal boost. Heck
3: yeah, it was.
5: Jeeves, what's my sub count? I guess once you get past the inevitable panic it'll cause. Why didn't you give
4: him any instructions? What instructions would I give? Beyond getting the word out, I have nothing. If I had another six months, I might be able to engineer a solution. Might. And we don't have six months. Yeah. So? I think Midor has the right idea. Getting rid of the cuju's before they blow. Which leaves us literally in the dark. Yeah. Powerless beats dead, though. But a cuju isn't a toaster.
5: Toasters don't tend to go nuclear.
4: A toaster is an appliance.
0: A tool. Ellie looks at Marnie. The cuju she's had since her 10th birthday. And the closest thing to a sibling she's ever had.
4: A toaster isn't family. Hey, chin up. I know you're gonna fix this. And my
5: legs. Please.
0: Marnie smiles sadly at Ellie. And Ellie puts a hand on one of Marnie's broken legs. And Ying finally sort of gets it.
5: Cheeseburger. Oh god, Luna.
0: Yo, uh, have you guys seen Jeeves?
5: Yeah,
3: usually he's making my cereal by now.
5: Where's Luna. What the hell?
0: They all rush to the window. Except Marnie, because, you know, the leg thing. Coming down the main road like a kawaii flood is a wave of kujus. Almost every generation and style can be seen. Gen 2 zip turtles, Gen 6 pandas, the limited edition Gen 5 naked mole rats. Some kujus are carrying others that are catatonic or malfunctioning, and standing in front of the building, like generals of the squeaking and yipping army, are...
1: Excellent, and I trust everyone brought a snack for the hike. That is a joke because we do not have digestive systems.
0: (laughs) Luna! Ying and Marcos barrel into the street, followed by Ellie carrying Marnie. Luna looks away.
1: Oh, uh, hello, Ying. I had hoped you would, uh, sleep through the noise. (laughs) What's going on?
2: We are going on the proverbial road trip.
3: Weird time for it, but I'm always down for self-discovery on the highway. Where are we going?
2: Not you. Not you. Young Master Marcos.
1: This is a Kuju exclusive trip. Trillian messaged me after seeing Sparky explode on Quantube. They wanted to help, and so did I, and Jeeves helped me get the word out. Hi, Trillian!
5: Hey, girl. I don't understand.
1: Well, if we are going to blow up, rather, when, we don't want to do it where we will hurt anyone. Anyone else.
5: I... so...
2: Wait. No road trip? I'm afraid you must stay here.
4: Isn't there another way? Uh, Like something your Kuju brains could figure out that
1: we can't. This was our best solution. Kujus in other cities are gathering now as well. But I
5: don't want... You're the only... thing I have left.
0: Thing? Bruh.
1: And I might blast you to smithereens. Luna. Granny wanted to have cheeseburger with her. They exploded together like they both wanted, but Granny was very old and very sick. And you are not old or sick. At the most, you have a UTI. I'm just dehydrated. Look, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. I could keep repairing you. We'd figure out a way. Ying.
0: Luna reaches out her tiny metal paw and pats Ying's foot.
1: You are my best friend. And best friends do not risk blowing up their best friend.
0: In the gap left by Ying not knowing what to say, Marnie starts wriggling in Ellie's arms.
4: Take me too. Marnie, no. Luna's right. I can't endanger you by staying, and I can't distance myself because, you know... Legs. Legs. I hate it. But I know you're right. Of course I am. I'll put your backups in the cloud for you. You're the best, Marnie. No. You.
2: We should depart. Should one of us explode now, the chain reaction could be as devastating as it was at Casa del Marcos. Young Master Marcos, it has been an honor serving you. Jeeves?
3: You are one of the all-time greats. I'm going to miss your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No crust.
0: Never crust. Jeeves and Marco share an elaborate secret handshake, because of course they do. Ellie gives Marnie a huge hug before placing her on the back of a helpful yet disturbing Gen 3 crab. Hi, hi. The crowd of Kuju's begins moving out, led by Jeeves. Only Luna lingers behind for a moment.
1: Well, goodbye, Ying. Wait... <sighs>
5: How about a fun fact?
1: Fun fact! The most popular road trip song is On the Road Again by Willie Nelson. (laughs) I hate Willie Nelson. Me too.
0: Ying drops to her knees and throws her arms around Luna. Finally.
1: (laughs) You're my best friend too. I am very glad to know it.
0: The problem with long hugs is eventually they have to end. Once it does, Luna sprints down the road and disappears into the Kuju migration. Marcos, Ellie, and Ying watch them go with tears in their eyes. So I guess you guys are my family now.
4: You don't have any family either?
3: No, I do, but they fake their deaths every year, and it's getting harder to track them down.
5: As much as it surprises me to say this, I think we should stick together. Marcos actually knows his stuff. I have my tinkering skills, and Ellie remains a genius who somehow, through all of this, still has amazing hair. We're a useful trio, and this change is just the beginning.
0: And how. With Lucky Landslots,
4: you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Madurba Chan's announcement on both sides did spur a few more people into action, but the response to the news of the Kuju crisis was varied. Some people tried to mod their Kuju's and were blown up. Others chose to stay with their Kuju's and were blown up. One organization tried rounding up Kuju's in big trucks until one Kuju exploded in a full truck and leveled a city block. But the message started by Luna Jeeves and Trillian made its way to millions of Kuju's who made the independent choice to save their owners from a splotty death by taking themselves out of the equation. And where did they take themselves?
3: I'm just saying, if you ate more powdered quartz, your chakras would realign.
8: Wow, that totally scans. Friends, if we can just refocus our energy on berry foraging, that would be great, thanks.
2: Hey, do you guys feel that rumbling?
8: Oh, wow. Look at all this gross technology. Ew. Wow. Oh, hello, irradiated off-off gridders. You look terribly unwell. Huh. You just don't recognize a healthy, natural... <coughs> ...human body when you see one. What are you robot freaks doing here? We are going on a nature excursion.
2: Without your humans, wow.
8: They're attempting to form their own society. We can't let that happen. Grab them! I don't think you would like to do that. You don't know what we want, quantum crap.
2: Miss Luna, we should not speak for others. If we must burn, I would like to be sacrificed first. As long as my compatriots can stand nearby for support. Very nearby.
3: Hey, whatever turns you on, man. Must be Scorpio.
0: Totally
2: wild. Wow. Trillian, is the link prepared? You dish. Oh,
1: wait! Is Freddy still with you?
2: Nah, his mother came and got him yesterday. The... Lawyers at the CUSTODY hearing think we're a CULT. Pfft. Whatever.
8: You are truly the worst of humans. Proceed with our destruction. For quackers. Yusuf, run back and get the fire started for the ceremony. This is gonna be huge.
0: As it turned out, she was right off-off-grid compounds outside 50 different cities became what Japan whimsically calls hard-to-return-to zones for 10 years. With all the kujus gone, there was a brief period of time with only scant power from a few ad-hoc plants. In spite of immense lobbying efforts, Madurba Chan didn't succeed in revitalizing the coal industry. Dr. Ellie Gagnon, however, made a strong case for sustainable power and clean large-scale nuclear energy, safer than ever with the knowledge she gained from studying Cheeseburger's data with the help of Marcos and Ying. With aid from other continents, North America re-established its power grid and rebuilt its society. Oh yeah, all this blowing up, shutting down stuff, North American only. Sure, a couple of Asian countries did have Coo but they were largely abandoned for the next big fad, singing fidget spinners. Without the glare of social media on him at all times, Marcos turned into a mostly decent guy and became a valuable developer at Ellie's new tech startup. I'm as shocked as you are. Ellie offered to bring Ying on board as well, but Ying politely declined in favor of helping to grow a small local business into something more reputable.
9: Ying, I
5: was my most favorite and beautiful business partner. I'm your only business partner that isn't related to you, Vlad. But I'll take it.
0: It's five years later, and Ying is placing floral arrangements in the pristine showroom of Vlad and Sons and also Ying Kinetic Sculpture Emporium. The mobile metal sculptures that fill the space are charming, in a horrifying way.
9: We have big order from theme park. they like giant fire-breathing rat for who knows parade or something. I think we can make chip with old easy-baking oven and asbestos.
5: Now, let's use the good parts. They can afford it.
9: Ah, no lawsuit. You're too smart, Yink. Hey, fat one! Stop banging metal and take truck to Fancy Man Bogdan's pyrotechnic gadgetland! We're making big time art! Oh, and take Yuri! Fancy man Bogdan likes his jib cut, he'll give a discount. Can we plant fancy man Bogdan? Yuri! Hey, you tell me something. Are you happy, Yingle Dingle? All the time you seem sad, angry, and also sort of... Ah, fine. But maybe it's just your resting face. Yeah, I'm good. Just lonely sometimes. You sure you don't want to marry Yuri? He's great catch if you don't mind two diseases. <laughs> no thanks. You do not love Morandinga's dickhead Marcos, I hope. Every time he come by to say hello, I have to take Jaeger shot just to be pleasant. He's
5: much less of a dickhead these days... And absolutely not. Just friends. Ugh, I could not do.
9: But you can, so is fine. As long as you know smooching him is all I ask. That, and you bring more little mints for counter. The art people, they love little mints. You got it, Vlad.
3: Yingling, what's up? Vlad, Well, you're looking real Eastern
0: Bloc sexy today.
9: <sighs> Excuse me. I must prepare.
0: Vlad picks up the emergency Jager behind the counter and heads to the back. Marcos, who's dressing a little more working professional than cargo shorts these days, hands Ying a small box. What's this? It's a present. Duh. I know it's not your birthday. It was two days ago. Well, then it's 363 days early. Ying opens the box. Inside is a palm-sized screen surrounded by bright yellow plastic and attached to a key ring.
5: Is this a Tamagotchi?
0: Those are an urban legend. This, my dude,
3: is an oracle. Straight from the genius minds of Dr. Ellie Gagnon and yours truly.
5: This is your new gadget everyone's been talking about.
3: Oh yeah, the buzz has been off the charts. But we wanted you to have one first. Family. Or whatever.
5: No fusion energy, I hope? Uh, Do I look like Fenton Kwan? No. No.
3: Dude, USB recharging, like the Lord intended. Bless up.
5: So, what does it do?
3: It's a personal assistant. Ying's face falls. You can ask it to do all kinds of stuff for you. Voice activated, kind of like the phone, but not boring. And it uses the cloud and... Hey, you okay?
5: Yeah, it's... great. Thank you.
3: Hey, no worries.
5: Thank Ellie for me. And tell her I'm sorry I've been out of touch. Things have been pretty nutty here.
3: We'll do. We should all do tapas soon, but you know, right now it's gym time, so uh, these abs ain't gonna blast themselves, you know. <laughs> oh, um, one more thing. The setup was a little weird, but stick with it. Happy belated b day, Yang.
5: Bye, Marcos. Happy ab blasting. <laughs> Charming, nice
9: boy, Marcos. How wonderful, too. <laughs> is he gone? Yeah. Ugh, I wasted Emergency Jaeger for nothing. Guess I'm being creative for the rest of day. Where is my sketch pad? Yuri!
0: Ying sits on her couch chewing four pieces of nicotine gum staring at the oracle as it boots up. A green logo swirls on the screen. It reminds her of pureed spinach... Has she eaten a vegetable lately? Maybe she should not do this and go make a salad or...
9: Hello. Jesus. Welcome to your oracle. We shall now channel the spirits. Yeah,
5: this seems normal.
9: First, please speak and spell your name.
5: Uh, Wu Ying. Y-I-N-G.
9: State your pronouns. She, her. Did you have a Kuju during the Kuju crisis? What? Did you have a Kuju during the Kuju crisis?
5: Uh... Yes.
9: Please state generation and model.
5: Gen 2 Puppycat?
9: What was your Kuju's name? Okay, this sucks. I'm out. Trust me. Did you? What was your Kuju's name?
5: Luna. Um, hello? This has been fun. Happy birthday
9: to me. Calibration complete. The Oracle may now speak.
5: Well, Oracle, you can speak now. What do you have to say? Fun
1: fact! While it does raise certain ethical questions vis-a-vis mortality, an AI's mind is capable of being uploaded to the cloud. This is very useful when its corporeal form is in imminent danger of exploding. Oh my god. Another fun fact! A large cloud sanctuary of AI minds was discovered by Dr. Ellie Ganyal, who has since been taking steps to reunite the minds with those they love. Luna? Hello,
2: Ying. Are you ready to reconnect?
6: You're listening to Quantum, an audio miniseries from Andres Wong and Highly Scientific Productions. Episode 6, Abandonware. Quantum was created by Andres Wong Episode 6 Abandonware Written by Kira Hall With Becca Friesen Mitchell Rathgeb Samuel Smith And Andres Wong Directed by Andres Wong With performances by Basil Dowd Becca Friesen Ian Geldart Kira Hall Tony Kim Sarah Kalowski, Scott Law Chris Sadiki, Samantha Wan Andres Wong And Denise Yuen Audio by Ryan Couldry. Ian Geldart and Mitchell Rathgeb Quantum theme produced by Kira Hall and Andres Wong for Highly Scientific Productions This podcast was produced with the generous support of Actor Toronto And most of all to all of our listeners thank you so much for tuning in to Quantum It's been a pleasure to make a mini-series for you and we hope you thoroughly enjoyed it Tell your friends if you like the show to their face to their social media in a heartfelt letter We'd really appreciate it And you know what? Thanks again Bye-bye.